stay hungry, stay foolish. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. I have a dream to one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And welcome back to the Knowledge is Power podcast. I'm Max Willett. And today we got another amazing guest, uh, something that I'm super excited for. Uh, and I've been look for, looking forward for a while. Uh, so if you would like to go ahead and introduce yourself, that would be great. Well, Max, thanks for having me on. I'm Greg Whitstock, the Pond Guy, originally from the East Coast. I know you're out in Long Island, right? Uh, Rhode Island. Rhode, Rhode yeah. Island. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm from, I'm originally from Summit, New Jersey, where I was born, which is outside New York City. I grew up in uh, South Jersey, outside Cherry Hill area. And uh, I have been uh, living in Illinois since 1982 when I moved with 12 of my pet turtles and began my hobby of water gardening. Very cool. Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, I would love to hear all about your business and sort of why you you started your business. So if you could explain Aquascape and how your whole business works, that would be awesome. So this is my 31st year in business. How old are you, 22, Max? 21, yeah, 21. 21. <laughs> I was 21 when I started my business in 1991. And uh, I was 1982 when I started as a hobbyist with those aforementioned uh, 11 pet turtles that I brought from New Jersey to live in the flat barren cornfields of Wheaton, Illinois. Mm -hmm. My parents promised me I could bring my turtles and build a pond for them since I was leaving my lakefront home in New Jersey. And that first pond leak turned green, even my prized turtles migrated away. And that was the beginning of my odyssey because my backyard became my classroom. And I would experiment and MacGyver up and Jimmy rig up different filter systems uh, my pond was leaking. So after two years of trying to fix cracked concrete, I used a liner. And after basically spending every summer putzing around and ripping out and rebuilding my pond and the filter systems, it started to look pretty nice. And then one day the UPS guy was delivering a package. He rang the doorbell. Of course, I was outside putzing in my pond. And I said, come around back. And he turned the corner and looked at the pond and said, this is beautiful. How'd you ever buy a house with a spring on it? which is a good compliment to a pond builder. And I said, nah, man, I built this. And he goes, you did? Can you build me one? And I thought, well, yes, I could. And that was uh, 1990. And that's when I came up with the idea to build ponds for other people. I told my mom and my dad that all I needed was a, a, a wheelbarrow and a shovel and a strong back. And I already had the strong back from playing football. And that Christmas, I got a wheelbarrow and a shovel and Aquascape was born, building backyard habitats for fish and plants in Chicagoland. And I spent uh, that first year, I built five water features, $22,000 in sales, 50% net profit. I had $11,000, bought my first truck, and I was off and running. It took me six years to graduate college because I'd spent six months building ponds and six months going to school. But I finally graduated in 1994 with a degree in interpersonal communication from the Ohio State University. Uh, but I learned way more outside of the classroom than I did inside the classroom. And I was definitely a hands-on learner. And uh, that uh, that was 31 years ago today. Aquascape is the world's largest decorative water feature installer. We still install. And the products that I patented, um, I now ship all over the world. And my main business is manufacturing water feature equipment and supplying landscape contractors and garden centers um, products for uh, 
people to enjoy living the aquascape lifestyle and having water features. Amazing. So I would love to hear sort of the structure of aquascape. So, uh, watching all your YouTube videos and I love watching them. They're simply amazing at the, the energy you bring to every video is incredible. Uh, I, I can't even do that. I have a small YouTube channel and I struggle to do that. <laughs> and I don't make nearly as many videos as you. But uh, I, I'm sort of interested in, I hear a certified Aquascape contractor yes. uh, thrown around. Could you explain that a little bit? Uh, so what I'm doing is, and on October 1st, I will hit 1,000 videos on YouTube. Wow. So over the last five years, it all started when Logan Paul did mm -hmm. a shout out that he wanted a pond and my phone blew up and I had heard of Logan Paul, but didn't really know him. And within 48 hours, I was in uh, Encino, California in Logan Paul's backyard designing a pond. And six weeks later, I was there with uh, 40 certified aquascape contractors, which are guys who have gone through our training and represent our brand. And uh, they were, um, and then I started, I figured if I was going to build a pond for one of the world's biggest YouTubers, I should start YouTubing. And so I think that was my fourth or fifth vlog. And we'll be at a thousand uh, this fall, like I said, October 1st. And I travel the world and visit certified aquascape contractors who have been trained in our methods and, and our philosophies. And I basically showcase their customers. So the end consumer, so my customer is you know the people that buy the products and then they sell them and they install them for people that um live the aquascape lifestyle so i get to showcase on my vlog channel greg would suck the pond guy living the aquascape lifestyle from certified aquascapes contractors all over the globe very cool yeah it, it's a great business model and and amazing and um I don't know who around here builds ponds, but I, I really don't see a lot of them in Rhode Island. So maybe maybe once I release this, some people will be uh, you know inspired to build some ponds. <laughs> well, we we have a mutual friend um, uh, in in something fishy, Kurt. Um, yep. He was a pond builder, but he went fully into aquariums. Yep. I know I've been out there to that island of uh, vlogging Mark Domino, Domino's Agway. So we, we we've got guys out there. Yeah. Okay on Rhode Island. Sure we do. All right. Very cool. That's great. Uh, and I'm very curious to hear, I mean, obviously you do, your business is built up of many different things like products and building ponds, but what is the most rewarding part of your job? The most rewarding part of my job is also the hardest part of my job, which is people. Yeah. So actually a great quote is people will be your greatest source of inspiration and your greatest source of aggravation. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it starts right here. I've been, my wife has been married to me for this fall will be 25 years. So uh good quote is there are no enduring relationships without forgiveness. So I yeah. have had to ask for forgiveness a lot and occasionally give forgiveness. Obviously I'm a, I'm a wild, crazy entrepreneur, but I've built a very successful team. Um, mo almost all my managers have been here for over 20 years my top managers in terms of longevity, um, Ed and Brian, who also both have their own vlog channels mm -hmm. Ed the professor every Saturday and Brian Helfrich's team aquascape, which is every uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, uh, 29 and 27 years respectively. Mm -hmm. So I feel like uh, they're like my older brother, Ed, I think he's 55, Brian's 46, I'm 52. So we kind of all grew up in this industry, kind of all created this stuff together. And, um, they are, of course, my pride and joy because I'm so proud of what they have become. And then, um, you know, uh, we have 130 teammates at Aquascape and, and every one of them has a role. 
Uh, they're all better at their roles to some extent than I am. And I just try to stay in my lane. I'm, I'm good at like 2% of the stuff. And I just try to stay in. As long as I stay in the lane, um, everything is okay. But to answer your question specifically, the thing I'm most proud about is the team at Aquascape. And then, which is people. And then also people would be the tribe, which is what we call our certified Aquascape contractors. You know, people all over the world that are representing our brand and that are my boys that I get to travel with and, and hang with and vlog on my channels and just seeing how they're how they're living their dreams through creating dreams for other people with water features is just a huge immense amount of pride for me. Very cool. Well, that's awesome to hear and uh, very interesting. Actually, I was watching a video this morning of you guys uh, transforming a concrete pool in Florida into a pond and it was and it was i think it was on the team aquascape channel which is brian right his yep. channel that was mm -hmm. an amazing build that's i mean it's honestly probably one of my favorite because i love innovation and and recycling things into something better hey guys thanks for watching or listening to the knowledge is power podcast please make sure to leave this podcast a review you can review podcasts on spotify now also if you're watching this on youtube please make sure to leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Otherwise, you can also follow Knowledge is Power on Instagram at knowledgeispower underscore RI. So thanks, guys, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah, so that was our, our buddy Sam at Florida uh, uh, um, Iguana and Turtle Growers down in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and we did that as part of our Aquascape Winter Retreat. In last, So we did that last mm, January. So, you know, seven, eight months ago. And uh, um, we basically showcase what we do as our, as our construction business, whether we're at Build the Ponds or right now we're currently getting ready for Pondemonium, which is the industry's biggest event. And our guys are in the back creating a contemporary recreation pond um, to kind of, and then the fun thing for me, Max, is I get to share this stuff with the world through Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, you know, TikTok and YouTube. Very cool. So, I, I mean, I obviously hear, heard about you through YouTube, and I'm very curious to hear, where is YouTube in your in the grand scheme of your business? How important is it to you? And obviously, just through people on the channel have heard of you through YouTube and gotten and, and business through the channel. So how important is that channel to you overall? Well, um, social media in general is a huge, I mean, I'm the, the founder and CEO of the company. I'm not the president of the company. I uh, don't run the show. I'm, you know, I let, I let a woman who's got infinite more wisdom with me kind of, who's been with me over 20 years. She kind of manages the day to day. I work on the business, not in the business. Um, and I spend the majority, I would say of my time on the social aspects of the business, being able to basically share with the world what it is that our, you know, Aquascape and our certified Aquascape contractors do. So in terms of its importance, it's important enough that this is the majority of my work as the CEO of the business. Um, the number one job I have as a CEO of the business is to guide and guard the company culture. Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, the I find that a culture is a direct reflection of the, the, the leaders. And I want to make sure that all of our leaders, all of the people that, that work here buy into the same vision, which is to help our customers succeed. And I can feel energy. So when I, you, you actually, it was neat. You talked about how you liked my energy when I was on a vlog. Well, it's kind of hard to con not contain myself because this is my hobby. I was able to turn my hobby into my profession. And, uh, you know, I mean, I like turtles, fish and frogs. I'm 52 years old. And it's the same thing I was doing when I was 12 years old. So, you know, doesn't mean that it is easy. 
because all business is, is fixing problems. And trust me, when you have 130 teammates and you have tens of thousands of customers, you're going to have a lot of problems and you're dealing mm. with COVID, supply chains and price you know, fluctuations and everything else. But a life without problems, another one of my quotes, Max, life without problems is the definition of hell. You know, if you don't have the purpose of life is to have a purpose. And so when you work your whole life and then retire and you don't have a purpose and a reason, that's when people die. So I never plan on retiring, but I plan on doing the things that I enjoy and have halfway decent at, like traveling and visiting my customers and vlogging. Um, but that, those are just some of my philosophies on business that you got a business podcast. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And I love to hear that. And it's, it's interesting because within like, I'd say, I mean, less than 10 videos, you had acted like you had been on camera for years. So what do you think made you so comfortable being on camera? Well, um, for me, it's that I get to share my passion with the world. Yeah. So it is my hobby. Like, yep. This stuff is my hobby. I still like turtles, fishing frogs. In fact, I don't know if you can see this. That's Brian. Oh yeah. You see that kid out there, that waterfall? He's going yep. to that. So tomorrow he starts school, and Brian said, "I think I'm think I'm going to bring on my. He's going into seventh grade. I'm going to bring my son tomorrow, and and he's just like us. He's out there with. Like, I guarantee you, he's catching frogs or you know fish or something out there right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just talking to kids like that. I'm just dealing with contractors that are like that. I just obviously, um, you know, you're kind of a hobbyist too, which is how you found our stuff. So to me, it's not you know it, I don't have to fake anything because I really. I'm excited. The first time people see the water features on camera are the first time I'm seeing the water features on camera as I'm visiting these places with, with, with our certified contractors. So I just basically share my perceptions of what that water feature looks like, but this is my hobby. And so to me, it's not faking it because I'm just, I'm just talking about the things that I'm passionate about, which makes it easy. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. And I have a, uh, a question for you when it comes to, so you built a lot of ponds, what pond means the most to you well listen um what means the most to us is being yeah. able to introduce people whether yeah. that's a ball or a big pond or a fountainscape or a pondless waterfall although i do prefer ponds over that stuff i am the pond guy and not the pond <laughs> uh, it's knowing how a water feature will change a house into a home mm -hmm. and for me to um for us to be able to turn on a waterfalls and, you know, see the homeowners gasp with excitement or have a tear come out that's it's, it never gets old. Um, coming back and seeing a water feature that we built a year or two and seeing all new furniture out there, seeing everything that's evolved the garden and them telling us that, you know, they spend so much more time outside now with their families time together. Like, come on, that's like, where do you get that? So to me, the, the, most enjoyable part is introducing people to our hobby, you mm -hmm. know, living the aquascape lifestyle and knowing how it's going to change their house into a home. It's going to get them outside into nature where people need to be, where kids need to be, you know, you know, de-stressing. And so for us, for me, um, that's what really, you know, um, is the enjoyable factor about a water feature. Very cool. Well, uh, and, and something I'm really interested in, I'm, I'm a tech person. 3D printing is technology, and I and I really enjoy learning more about technology. And something that I notice a lot in your videos is you love talking about the structure of what goes into a pond. It's not just like, boom, here's a pond. You explain <laughs> how it's built, which I love. So uh, the team, so, aquascape, the team yeah. aquascape is actually the construction. Yeah. Talk about it. 
just to give people a perspective like, mm-hmm. like this this pond just didn't come here there were 10 tons of boulders or twenty thousand yeah. pounds of boulders that were each personally you know placed into this water feature mm-hmm. um you know to a homeowner to a do-it-yourselfer uh twenty thousand pounds of rock is an all-summer project to a pond guy that's a two-day job with four or five guys that are mm-hmm. experienced mm-hmm. right and so I get perspective. We always say, if you're a hobbyist and enjoy building things and, and it's a hobby for you, do it yourself. If you want to save money because of 20,000 pounds of rock being moved or whatever, hire a professional. And we still believe that because it's always less expensive to do something right the first time than the second or the third time. But if you're a hobbyist and it's okay to rebuild it because you're enjoying the hobby, but mm-hmm. not a lot of people are, you know, especially with these bigger water features are capable of doing it and not, you know, kind of screwing it up. So this is why we do the online training, the Aquascape university mm-hmm. that free courses, we you know, want people to get, have success with this. And then there's paid courses because a lot of people run their businesses around this. And so the Aquascape university really took off during COVID when we couldn't do as much hands-on training. Very cool. And, and I was wondering if you could explain, you know, what makes an Aquascape pond better than your competitors well a, a pot our, our the certified aquascape contractor mantra yeah right customer serve right mm-hmm. and there's a pond done right is beautiful low maintenance and enjoyable um and a customer serve right is that they're getting they're getting a, a beautiful low maintenance enjoyable water feature and so many people out there that um you know I guess one of the biggest frustrations, Max, that I have is people that have a huge majority of our certified, a huge, the majority, I should say, of our certified counters work is rebuilding somebody else's pond. And a lot of times that is a homeowner built pond. A lot of times that's a professional built pond, professional being somebody that says, oh, sure, I'm a landscaper that can build you a pond. Mm -hmm. Well, how many ponds have you built? Because a certified guy has had to go online training, they've had to go to the um, take uh, and pass that. They've had to submit three projects. They've had to submit testimonial letters from customers. There's continuing education credits like coming to Pondemonium, things like that. Uh, and there's a huge difference between a fly-by-night contractor that can build a pond and actually a professional. So the only people that we really recommend to build water features are certified oxygen contractors because we can stand behind their work because we know that they've been through our training programs and so much of certified counter works is rebuilding poorly built water features. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, and I was, I'm especially, uh, interested in like the aqua blocks. And I mean, I don't know if you could explain those a little bit too, cause those are really interesting. So Max, here's what we're going to do since I'm yeah. the business guy and you're a business podcast. Yeah. Um, I will defer some of those questions, I would love it if you would feature Ed Ballou, the pond professor. Okay. All right. Because that's a product line that he developed. He actually okay. came up from stormwater management, but the whole wetland filtration. If you want to get technical, geeky, specific water feature stuff, I can right. certainly do high level. But but I would rather just talk on the business. And if you want to get geeky with the technical stuff, perfect. Let's get All Ed right. the podcast. All right. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I'll have to reach out to him, but yeah, no problem. I'm, I apologize for that. Um, but could you uh, name uh, originally when you first started building your business, what was the uh, best sort of marketing strategy for you? Well, the best, when I first started, it was, it was just hustle and bustle. Uh, it was, I built 
the first uh, first water feature came from a, a classified ad in a newspaper. And the second water feature came from a business card and a picture at a local rock yard. And the next three water features that I did for 22,000 that, you know, for five, five projects all came from the first two. Mm-hmm. So that's where the, so, you know, a classified ad and a picture at a rock yard with a business card were the first two actual marketing sales. And the other three came from friends or neighbors of those first two people. Uh, what really grew my business was direct mail marketing. So I would start, I started mailing catalogs in 1995 and that really took off. I mailed out 26,000 catalogs in 1995. And by the year 2001, I was mailing out 3.2 million catalogs. Wow. Direct to contractors in the green industry, basically teaching them about, you know, how to build the oxygen lifestyle for people. So we became a direct mail marketing company. Now, Max asked me in 2022, how many catalogs I'm mailing out. How many catalogs are you mailing out this year? None. We're yeah. digital. It's yeah. all electronic. It's all social media. It's all yep. YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. So you got to evolve with the world, which is what makes it exciting, right? So it would be really nice to still be mailing out 3.2 million catalogs and everything else. But who reads the mail when they're scrolling on their iPhone? Mm-hmm. So we had to adapt with the times. So marketing today, the majority of our marketing is electronic and it's through basically just sharing our passions with the youtube and the and all the other social platforms which is why the majority of my time is spent around that world great yeah well uh and and something i'm interested in is obviously i mean if you've seen if anybody listening has seen his your youtube channel you did a pawn for shack which is yes exactly pretty awesome how did you market or somehow get in contact with him to build a pond for him uh well like anything success is a journey not a destination and it mm-hmm. took years to land that project uh shaquille o'neal's cousin ran one of his car washes in orlando florida and one of our certified aquascape contractors mm-hmm. get his vehicle washed there <laughs> of course it's all logoed up and decked out yeah there graphics and pictures and they got to talking and oh my cousin you know is Shaq and he would love one of these at his house in Orlando which immediately Jim Price is the name of the contractor called me up and said hey I got an opportunity with uh Shaquille O'Neal and so I don't remember how long it was but you know week or month after uh, something like that I flew down there with Ed the pond professor and uh we were supposed to meet with Shaq but he you know celebrities are yeah I think he was in LA he was on FaceTime or something back then and so he wasn't there, but we designed a water feature and then found out a few months later that he was planning on selling that that house, which I think he has since done that. And he would like to set his home in Atlanta. This was right when he was starting. This is eight, seven, eight years ago now, uh, right when he was starting with TNT uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. So he mm-hmm. would get a home up there and was building, was building an addition on it and everything else. He said, when the addition's done and Pete, the treehouse master, puts my treehouse in. I'd like this in front of the treehouse, And so yep. in 2020, right when COVID was getting going, um, I flew down to Atlanta, uh, FaceTimed again with him because he was uh, back in LA at his house out there, um, uh, basically um, sheltering at home. And we spent 30 minutes on the phone, designed a water feature, came back in May with a bunch of artists of the year, which is our top certified Oxus contractors. And uh, we ended up um, uh, building Shack over four days, uh, about a quarter million dollar water feature in the front of his yard. Wow, that's pretty awesome. You know, you say four days. So, what is the ideal 
time it takes for you guys to build a pond? Like, what is a, like, what are you shooting for whenever somebody comes to you? Well, we figure out each project by man hours. So yeah. an 11 by pond is usually 40 to 50 man hours. So if you have four or five guys, that's an eight to 10 hour day. Shaquille mm-hmm. O'Neal's was probably more like 800 man hours, but I had 20 guys then. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, if that was a crew of four or five, that might take, you know, three weeks or a crew of 20 that are experienced and know what they're doing. They might be able to do it in, you know, four or five days. So it's man hours. Each job is man hours based on site access, based off of, you know, all the factors, size and everything else that go into it. How many pounds of rock? I mean, we used over a hundred tons or 200,000 pounds of rock at Shaquille's mm-hmm. house. Yeah. And I gotta admit, like when I was watching your videos, I was trying to find pond i liked the most and i really liked the pond that was at your old house that oh. that house that pond was amazing have you seen my new one um that i'm I not mean? sure oh I, I okay and it's been on facebook and instagram okay but I, I i was not very happy in i built my pond i built my pond in 1999 and my house in 2000 and my pond is one acre so i built mm-hmm. the pond the house second and the water went right up to the edge. It's a one acre pond, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. I am the pond guy, right? I want a big yeah. pond. Um, and my wife, I mean, it's a big house. And when we became empty nesters, which was last year, my wife said, Hey, we're going to be not empty nesters next year. Why don't we downsize and get a place out West in park city, Utah, which is where we'd always dreamed of. So I was not excited to sell my house. I was excited to start a new life out in park city, Utah, which is basically now where I live full time. And then I visit Aqualand. Um, because I'm mostly traveling, visiting my customers. I visit Aqualand and basically just high five everybody here, have teammate meetings, you know, break break bread with everybody. But you know, when I got, you know, most of my management been here for over 20 years, I don't need to be sitting in budget meetings after 31 years running a business. Like I said, mm-hmm. I stay in so we have a beautiful home overlooking the mountains in in Park City, Utah. And um very happy. Just 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 finished that pond in June. And uh, I'm back and forth between Chicago you know, vlog visits and, um, and Utah. Great. Well, I know you, you're sort of pressed for time and we're coming up on that, on that time mark that you had mentioned. So, uh, something I end every podcast with is if you could leave one piece of advice, whether it be life advice or business advice, uh, for the listener, what would that be? Well, I have obviously at the age of 52, I've, I've got some seats and 31 years of being I got some advice, but let me let me give advice not from myself, but from um, AARP, the organization AARP. Have you ever heard of that organization? Yes. Yeah. What is it for? Uh, I'm not sure, but I know it has to do with insurance. No. No. A little bit. Yeah. American of retired people. Okay. Which is, by the way, the world's largest organization of individuals. There's more people in AARP than any other organization. Wow. You know, every time at 50, they give you, they, you could, you can, you can officially be an AARP member. Anyway, so to quote them, they, they asked their, uh, they asked their um, members, what one piece of advice would you give future generations like yourself? And uh, as you would imagine, there was thousands of pieces of advice that, you know, millions of members, hundreds of millions of members would um, uh, recommend it. But there was one piece of advice that was recommended more by AARP members, Association of Retired People members, than any other. Would you have a guess on what that would be, Max? Uh, don't give up. Don't ever give up. That's three words. It was three words, but it wasn't don't give up. It was be happy, and then the key word, now. Oh, okay. 
not when you win a lottery, mm-hmm. not when your wife, you know, does this or the kids do that, you know, not when your ship comes home, be happy now. And when you, when you're in a happy and content state of mind, it, it actually manifests itself into your ability to, to, to create wealth, to create opportunities to create enjoyment so the one piece of advice that you asked me that i would recommend is what those wiser and older than myself have necessarily said which was be happy today not wait until your ship comes in tomorrow or something else changes and you'll probably manifest better things for yourself so be happy now is my final piece of advice well i really appreciate that and it's great advice and i really appreciate you putting aside the time today to talk to me I love talking to people like you who love what they do and plan on never stopping. Uh, yeah. So thank you very much for coming on. Well, Mac, thank you. And we need more kids like you at 21 that are motivated to, uh, to go places. So good luck to you, young man. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the knowledge is power podcast, and I will catch you in the next one.